0: Did you know that if you and I are competing to advertise to the same target market online that my ads could be preferred over yours and I could even be paying less for the exact same ad placement? I'm Adam Sugito and this is Intentional Advertising. What's the difference between advertising online versus offline? Of course, there are many differences. Online being digital, offline being radio, TV, billboards, print. But apart from the physicality of the media itself, there's actually one fundamental difference that changes how you do anything online versus any activity you may be doing offline. And that is this. When you're advertising offline, there are really only two parties involved, the advertiser and the consumer. But when you're advertising online, there are three parties involved the advertiser, the consumer, and the platform. So why am I considering the ad platform to be another party? Well, let's think about the two biggest platforms today, Google and Facebook, and let's look at the three parties involved. The advertisers, of course, want to show ads that users will see and click on. Users, on the other hand, they actually don't want to be spammed by ads at all, unless, of course, it's something that's relevant to them. And lastly, the platforms themselves want to create a great user experience so that users keep coming back again and again and again. To balance these tensions, the ad platforms use an algorithm that measures each and every interaction with your ad and even non-interactions. And this algorithm has an enormous say over one, whether your ads are even going to be shown and two, how much you are gonna pay for those ads. This is very different to offline advertising where your advertising rates are negotiated and locked in weeks months, maybe even a year in advance, regardless of how well consumers respond or don't respond to your ads. Now that we know we're in a three-way relationship, we're no longer only sending messages to the consumer, but we're now having to work with the ad platforms to keep them happy. So at the heart of every platform's algorithm is a mechanism called the ad auction. So every single time an ad can be shown, so for example, let's think about if you're typing something into search or if you're scrolling through your feed and an ad unit's just about to appear, in that split second, an ad auction is held, an advertiser is found, and their ad is shown. You're already familiar with auctions in the real world. You may have seen an auction on the news, let's say a a Sotheby's art auction, um, or you might have even purchased your own home at auction. Most auctions, including real estate, are fairly straightforward because finding a winner is pretty simple. The highest bidder wins. On the other hand, the ad auctions that are held online are very different to this because the highest bidder does not necessarily win. Why is this the case? Well, if you think about it, if the highest bidder always won the ad auction, then the ad platforms would have no choice but to show the ads of the richest, spammiest advertisers all the time, which would therefore basically create a really bad user experience and users would probably leave the platform. The ad platform solved this dilemma by introducing what is essentially a relevancy rating or score for all advertisers who are entering into the ad auction. So now when an algorithm is trying to determine the winner of an ad auction, it's less concerned with who the highest bidder is and more concerned with who is the most relevant bidder. Using this model, the algorithm rewards highly relevant advertisers by giving their ads both a higher preference to be seen and a discount on their cost per click. The opposite is true for low quality advertisers who are both put to the back of the queue and when their ads finally are seen, they're given a penalty with a higher cost per click. Essentially, it's a digital tax for ads that are providing a really bad user experience for the end consumer. So if we're getting judged by the algorithms according to relevance, first of all, how do we find out what our score is? And secondly, what can we do to influence that score? Let's take the two biggest platforms as an example. Both Google and Facebook have a relevancy rating, but they just call it different names. Google calls theirs quality score, while Facebook calls theirs relevance score. Relevance is measured in different ways by the different platforms, but the core essence of what it is they're trying to measure is pretty much the same. In essence, the algorithms are trying to score each advertiser with how well they send the right message to the right person at the right time so that that person can then take their next right action. To illustrate, let's use paid search as an example. Think of the last thing you Googled. It may have even been moments ago. What just happened? Well, step one is that you typed in something into the search engine. Step number two, Google then ran an ad auction to find all the advertisers who were interested in keywords related to your search query. Step number three, the top three ads that were related to the keywords of those advertisers is then shown on the results page, just above the organic results. And step number four, if you clicked on an ad, hopefully you were taken to a landing page that was completely relevant to the original search query that you just typed in. When things are working well, all four of these elements pretty much should be in alignment. We like to call this a direct or a clean line of sight. And that's because there should be a straight line between the original intention that the user was searching for in the original query and the landing page that they finally arrive at. But you and I can probably remember times where we searched for something and then got taken to a landing page that seemingly had nothing to do with what we searched for. So what happens in this situation? Well, first of all, we get frustrated as users, but then what we do is we hit the back button, we search again, and hopefully the next query that comes up is something that we're interested in. Now, all the while this is happening, the algorithms are monitoring this kind of behavior that we're searching for something, seeing an ad clicking it, then hitting back because we're not satisfied with what we first searched for. Now, if this happens enough times, the algorithm can recognize that there's probably a problem with this search query or the line of sight between the search query and the ad that's being shown. We would call this a broken line of sight. And so in such cases, um, this is a bad user experience for the user and the algorithm then marks down the advertiser with a lower quality score. A similar principle is used for display and video based advertising, whether that be for Facebook or for Instagram or for YouTube or any other display platform. The difference though is that display advertising typically isn't started with a search query, so the elements involved don't revolve around keywords, but instead revolve around audiences and the strength of the relationship between the audience and the advertiser. We'll discuss line of sight for display and video-based advertising in a future session. In this video, we've now learned that when advertising online, firstly, you're in a three-way relationship between the advertiser, the user and the ad platform. Secondly, the ad platforms use an algorithm to incentivize good user experiences. The algorithm rewards relevant advertisers with both preferential treatment and a discount on their click costs compared to bad advertisers. And thirdly, we've learned that the level of discount or the level of tax that you pay as an advertiser is based on your quality score or relevance score. This is a measure of how clean or how direct your line of sight is that you're providing to consumers. And ultimately, this ties back to the good user experience that hopefully you're providing for the ad platforms. In short, this is how it's possible for my ads to be seen more prominently than your ads and that I could even be paying less for the privilege even if I'm targeting the same target market and the same ad placement as you. So your homework for this class is to go inside your ad accounts and have a look at your relevancy ratings. If you have a Google account, have a look at your quality score. If you have a Facebook account, have a look at your relevance score. How are you doing in this three-way relationship? What do the algorithms think of you an advertiser do they class you as a good as an average or as a bad advertiser finally if you're interested in unpacking the ad auction in just a little bit more detail than we can cover here i'd highly recommend you watching a video by google's chief economist hal varian he put out a video called the introduction to the ad auction and it's one of the all-time classics of pay-per-click advertising i'll include a link in the show notes Hi, I'm Adam Seguito. Thanks for watching this video. Do you feel that if your advertising stayed the way it is that your best days are ahead, are you going to just watch as the market keeps eating into your margins without putting up a fight? If you're here to learn, click on that subscribe button to get more video content from the team. But if it's time to take action, click on the link in the description box below and get in touch with the team at Intentional. We're here to help you convert potential.